Welcome to Manager Tools. Today's show, Disaster Recovery Part 1. Check on your people. Here we go. Disaster Recovery. You know, it's it's funny. People don't understand how to do it. And there's lots of things to do. But the first thing any effective manager does when a disaster strikes is to check the safety of your people, right? right. Yeah. And people trump all organizational and operational needs. We are nothing without our people. And therefore... It's right. all about relationships. It's all about people. Yeah. Yeah. That's where we start. Yeah, there are a million. Look, guys, when disaster strikes, when there's a hurricane, when there's an earthquake, when there's a bomb scare in your building, when when a general area is affected by significant weather or, heaven forbid, terrorism or a police action or something like that, and your company is disrupted notably and people feel like there's a disaster happening, the first thing you need to know is a million things are going to go through your mind. Only it's, a million? <laughs> yeah, only a million. Sorry, I understood or stated that by a factor of a million. No, I don't think you did. I think it's more than yeah. that. When it happens to you, guys, and you experience that, remember, the panic and the fear that you feel or might feel are normal. Lack of panic is not what causes some folks to weather those storms well. It's preparation, knowing what to do first and second and third, that will help you get through most of all. And that's what this cast about. So it's a short cast, but it's really simple because we want to make clear we didn't want to miss this, put this together with a bunch of other ideas. The first rule is contact your people first, determine their safety and their situation, whatever they might be. And the way you're going to be able to do that is have an electronic and even more importantly, a printed phone tree document. Yeah, printed. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, okay, the first one, contact all your people first. That's that's pretty simple guidance. Yeah, no matter what else you're asked to do, guys, whatever you're told to do, first, contact everyone on your team. Everyone. Yeah, yeah, everybody. If they report to you, everybody. Once you determine that you're safe, and look, it's possible that there's a bomb in your building and you're made to evacuate, right? And so so maybe you have to leave the building and, and you can't make a phone call until you're outside the building. Okay, but the moment you can ensure your safety without turning off server switches and all this stuff, start calling everybody who reports directly to you. And I just tell you folks, not everybody is like you. Just because you feel safe and you know they are safe doesn't yeah. mean they Knowing feel like safe they're safe. is irrelevant, right? It's right, it yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, you have to actually check in order to show them I care about you or actually verify that what you think you know is accurate because the fog of war, if you will, the fog of disaster, the fog of emergent situations is what you know, We ve- you verify. Uh, it, it's incredible how often people know things and then do things and then discover what they knew was not true. That's right. So a lot of you are going to say when you hear this guidance and say, well, Mark, Mike, it's not an absolute rule. And depending upon the type of work you do, maybe you do need to tend to some work activities. You might say, we would disagree. Regardless what work has to be done, much more work is going to get done by your team than by you. That's right. Because there's just more of them. That's right. You're responsible for not just you and not just your work, but for all your directs work. And if your directs, if you have five directs and three of them are not capable of doing something, or they are in harm's way, or they are in danger, the fact that you can get some work done is not smart relative to the long-term value of the team, even in the next day or two or three or four, because in an emergent situation, in a disaster, long-term may be the next 24 hours. And look, guys, the reason the phrase, people are our most important asset, 
is seen as cynical so often is because the behaviors of so many organizations completely belie it. Working on work without first checking on your team in a crisis is a sure way to tell them that the work matters more than you do. And this mm. is not what leaders, not what yeah. managers, not what executives, not what people who are responsible for the future of the organization do. Look, if the power is out and your company phone system is out and your cell phone is dead, go office to office to find your people. I promise you this, you, you, you alluded to this a bit ago, people feel alone in disaster situations. They immediately shrink their circle of concern down to themselves. Yeah, they become animals, right? They, yeah, yeah, to, to a degree. Yeah, that part of their survival. brain is engaged. The survival engagement, yeah. A manager who doesn't check on her people says to them, you are alone. Around here, it's every person, every man, every woman for him or herself. Even if you get through those next few hours by getting work done, you will have planted a seed about the relationship, the trust, the care, and those things matter. And hear it from two engineers who are not naturally people persons. If you don't check on your people first, you're setting a standard that will come back to haunt you later. And I could share a story with you where I absolutely violated, violated this oh, and me in, too. In, in, in a circumstance that I won't share it because you all would think I'm an absolute jerk. Jerk. Right. Uh, it, it's that but, bad. But look, but, guys, you, every disaster situation is not going to make you a hero. Sometimes you're going to discover, boy, I did that wrong. Yeah. I'll never forget being in, in, in harm's way. And the first thing we were taught to say on the net was check in. Check yeah. in. And you know what? You could feel check two, check five, check six, check three, and then no four. And at that moment, everybody knows four didn't check in. And now there's some attention paid. That's and, right. And what you don't understand is people do that, and it only takes a second, but that's the leader, that's the manager checking on his or her people. Yeah, it's a little bit of like triage, right? Where do, where do yeah. you need, in right. a crisis, where do you need to spend your time? Yeah. And it's And folks, one of the rules about management is it's not about you. <laughs> so once you've found and assessed all the people within a physical distance, find a phone and call those people who are distant from you. And one final point about this, if you're a director or above, you contact your directs and they contact theirs and so on. That's where the picture phone tree comes from. It's one person calling their directs and their directs calling their directs and essentially moving down and therefore widening uh, the organization. And the reason it's called a tree is if you flip it upside down, it looks like a single trunk and then some branches and then more branches. And to that point, in a crisis, even though they may be some of the best managers that have ever worked for you, don't assume that they're going to act the way we're describing right here. So right. you, so not only do they need to do that, you need to make it clear to them that they need to follow exactly. that tree. So in other words, if you were my boss, you'd call and say, Mark, you okay? Yeah, I'm okay, Mike. And you say, okay, I want to report back from okay. you. You should be checking on your people. And the only reason you should pick up the phone for me is because you have a report on the status of your yeah. people. Yeah. I, I want you focusing on your people. Second thing, obviously, this is pretty obvious, but we're just being clear here. This is manager tools. We get down in the weeds. You determine their safety and their situation. When you get folks on the phone, ask them, are you okay? And ideally, depending upon the severity of the situation, you write down what they tell you. You know, I know there's some young people who say, oh, I can just put that on my phone. I recommend mm. not. I recommend you write it down. Even if it's just a check mark, believe us, folks. What you know is in question because two hours ago, you knew that there wasn't a disaster. Yeah. And what you'll remember about what you did is your memory, Your memory will kill you. 
Your short-term memory will desert you. You will think the wrong things. You will make the wrong decisions. And one of the reasons organizations that are good at this are good at it is because they practice, 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 because they know they can't rely on their memory. Yeah, it's not that you're bad. It's biology, folks. Now, look, guys, it is possible that whatever has happened is local and other people who may be distant from you aren't effective. If you're hesitating to reach out for fear of being seen by your team as overreacting, please trust folks who have been in disaster situations before. Put it out of your mind. If you have a doubt about the safety or security of someone on your team, and even if you don't, if there's a disaster and some other person might wonder whether or not someone is safe or secure, no matter the situation, don't apologize. Don't worry about the perception of putting your people first. You don't have to apologize about putting other, per other people in front of you. If they're fine and unaffected and uninvolved in the disaster, they may shake their head a little bit. But an hour or two later, they'll come to the realization that you're the kind of boss they'll always want to work for. And don't forget, some of your folks are going to be worried about you and the rest of the team. The high S's, for example, that's exactly oh, yeah, what sure. they're thinking about, right? They're wondering, right. how is the team? How is everybody else? Right. And so you have an obligation to not only ask, are they okay, but to communicate the status of the organization to them. Right. Now, look, there's potentially more to ask beside, are you okay? Like, where are they? Is your family okay? Some of the details here are dependent upon what you do and how what your team does and how spread out they are and so on. If someone's in a high-rise building at work in a room full of servers supporting the business, you might ask different questions than you would to someone who telecommutes and is with their family and is an hour outside of the major city where the disaster is actually happening. But if somebody telecommutes from upstate New York and you're in Manhattan, you don't leave them off the check-in. You call them and say, are you okay? And what that will tell them is, apparently, you're enough okay to call them because right. they're worried about you if you're in Manhattan right. and there's a terrorist incident or something like that. Nevertheless, no matter what the questions that happen after, are you okay? It always starts with a call. And the first thing you ask is, are you okay? And again, don't apologize for that. All right. Let's talk about having electronic, you know, version of the of the tree document yeah. and a printed version. Yeah, you know, this is funny because I know when I, when you read it, you said, "Oh yeah, this reminds me of the time that we said one of the things that we do for layoff immunization is you right. have printed out yeah. contacts." And we got some pretty healthy. Oh no, I've got it on my home computer. I've got it here and there and so on. <laughs> Except for and the guy people, who wrote it and said, "I didn't have us, a printed yeah, version." People <laughs> zinged us about it. In fact, there was a little bit of, "Oh, you guys are luddites." And then we got far more, even though these people were completely different from the people who complained about us being old-fashioned who said oh my gosh i did it i kind of shrugged my shoulders yeah all right whatever but it's mainer tools and they're pretty good and so we'll go ahead and do it and then we got all these mails a few months later said thank you know god what I did? Just thank, thank god mm -hmm. i did that because they took my phone uh, you know i i just re-watched again the, the the movie margin call and it's my all-time favorite movie about wall street and in it Stanley Tucci, that's, I, I want to say that that's the actor's name. He's a fabulous actor. He gets laid off and he walks out of the building and with a box in his hand, which is literally the, the iconic thing yeah. people walking out with a cardboard box, uh, in their, in their arms. And he tries to make a phone call and he gets a beep, boop, boop. Yeah, it's been cut off. Your cell phone has been cut off. And then, of course, he sees the person who he believes fires him, fired him, Demi Moore, and he throws his phone down. And of course, later on in the movie, two or three times, they're trying to get in touch with him and they say, well, we turned his phone off. And of course, everybody rolls her eyes and says, well, of course we did. Um, so in order to get in touch with your people, you need contact information. And depending upon the situation, you can't be certain that any or all of your technology will work. 
I got to tell you I, th- another story briefly. I was shown a manager smartphone recently at a conference and the discussion was coming up. I, I was actually interested in somebody else's phone. I, mm-hmm. We carry iPhones, but they, they had one of the bigger uh, Android the galaxy phones, the galaxies with a bigger screen. And I, I had a little screen envy. And so we were talking about it. And then we got into, at the end of a conference, I think I was cleaning up and got into, well, what's on your phone and so on. And several people commented that I only had one screen of apps and other people were like, well, I have 12 screens or whatever. And speed dials came up, favorite speed mm-hmm. dials, right? Some people had 10. I think I have eight or nine or 10 or something like that. Some people had 50, but a number of managers there couldn't point to all of their directs numbers in their favorites or speed dial. And I was surprised because I thought, I mean, Certainly, like, talk do, to them all the go, time. Do you go through Search your every contacts time? to do that? Um, now, I may not have understood their software, but it was this moment of like, wow, how could you not? And my idea of having my, my, my directs in my thing is being a favorite much more likely a favorite means I talk to them yeah. more than other people. Yeah. Right? And I regrettably probably admonished a guy a little too hard. So how can you call yourself a manager, which coming from me was probably a little too harsh. How can you call you yourself think? a manager and not have your directs on speed dial? I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> so guys, your phone tree can be your smartphone with all your directs in your favorites list. I love it. If you're under the age of 30 and you don't know, remember life without a cell phone and a smartphone, God bless you. Isn't technology wonderful? The world is getting better, but Guys, we've been there. Mike and I have both been there. Uh, I was consulting to Mike's organization when 9-11 happened. And he mm-hmm. was, I mean, were you less than half a mile from the plane crashing into the Pentagon? Oh, uh, less, less than, than a quarter, quarter mile. mile yeah. right? You could see the, the debris from the accident from your office. Yeah, people, my organization saw Here's the planes saw flying over. Yeah, yeah, saw it happen. Um, as I recall, you were in your conference room. I was. Yeah. That's a very important meeting. Yeah. So, guys, we've been there. And maybe the plane crashing into the Pentagon didn't affect everybody's smartphone there, um, but we nevertheless recommend a printed copy with everybody's contact information. If you carry a briefcase, it's in there. If you have a purse, it goes in there. Uh, It's also handy when you lose your phone and have to contact somebody using a public phone or someone else's cell phone. I think we Mm -hmm. actually have done this in the travel thing. I I have a list of all the phone numbers I call and I ask Judy or previous admins to update it periodically so that, heaven forbid, my phone dies. And it does happen. People don't realize the phone dies and you don't just not have cell service. You don't know anybody's phone number anymore. Well, there's no phone booths anymore. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, very, very few, right? So... We recommend you have a printed copy. Uh, if you're a director, you need to print a copy of your directs and all of their phone trees. And guys, it doesn't take that long. With the technology we have now, it would take, what, five minutes to create a printed phone tree? I mean, Maybe, seriously. Yeah. yeah. So insist that your directs carry a similar printed phone tree. And if they're individual contributors, they'll have the phone tree of all their peers. They'll have a list of all the peers' numbers printed out and also yours as well. And that's it. It's really pretty simple. And this is the most important cast we will do about disasters. The first rule of disasters is people are not alone and the manager's responsible for telling people that. Contact your people first, determine their safety, determine their situation, have that printed phone tree as well as your electronic one if you're lucky enough to have it work. Guys, disasters come in a lot of forms. Responses to those are generally similar. If you're going to say people are your most important asset, the smart manager puts those people's health and safety first. There's a sign on a building at Fort Sill, Oklahoma, which clearly the Army doesn't own this, but it's one of my favorite phrases in the world. And we think about it regularly at Manager Tools and Career Tools. 
People first, mission always. Awesome. Thanks, my friend. Anytime, partner. All right, we'll see you. Thanks, everyone. That's it. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. So long.